Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It sounds heavy, though. Does it? Levitate? Oh, maybe. Levity, heavity. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have words that you... Well, levity, clearly, but are there any other words that you think of that, like... Approximately sounds, like, exact to me. Oh, but it means, like, not... Yeah. I always think that mirth sounds like a sad thing, mm. and then dearth sounds like a lot when it means a little. Oh, yeah. Like a dearth means like there's like next to nothing. Yeah, a land I was always confused by a landslide too. I was like, is this a lot or a little? <laughs> Cuz like a slide, you know, like you think of like sliding into home base at like the last second. Yeah. But, but like it's more like there is a lot all of, of it at once. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, meat wedge, meat wedge, meat wedge. I signed some papers this morning. Congrats. For a lady's last will and testament and her funeral arrangements. Right. Which was also not very, not a lot of levity going on there either. True. But just goddamn, dude, looking through like the brochure of prices. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like. Makes me want to burn shit to the ground. Just throw me in the trash can. Put me in a field. I was telling my brother on the way home, because my brother and I went together. In my last few years, I'm going to buy a big farm specifically for the purpose so that I can walk out into a field and die and let my bones be out there. Yeah, just and lay maybe down. Doesn't, somebody doesn't find me for a little while. It just feels more natural that way. And they don't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. It's insane. She got literally the smallest package possible cremation, put her in like a fucking plastic bag. Yeah. $3,000. Yeah. Yeah. When my dad died, we went with cremation we didn't have a visitation because that's like you can rent a casket for visitation but that costs money too yeah and all of the setup of that and it was still we had to do i mean we had to do a gofundme anyway but this isn't a sad moment in the podcast this is a my dad was sick for seven years yeah and should have had a plan and just didn't yeah so good for your old lady friend yeah she's doing great <laughs> she doesn't have any families which is why she has recruited my brother and i to do yeah. it um she lives oh, in the same building as my family parent now now she does she's like fuck it i don't care her death family that's she you. is it's metal salty yeah <laughs> i like her a lot she's awesome she's got some very specific demands but then also very not specific demands she's from brooklyn she's like you take my ashes back to brooklyn i don't care where in brooklyn put me in a dumpster in brooklyn oh don't fucking take me to queens <laughs> i love that so i'm like all right tight it, it's been are you gonna write an indie film about your adventure to brooklyn with this old stranger's ashes yes yeah yes you i've should. already started it <laughs> um, the first sentence she was so salty as a alive person. I'm sure her ashes are <laughs> full of sodium. Sprinkle it on a fucking bagel. Is it as salty as hell? Better be a good bagel. Because if yeah, she's, she's from, from Brooklyn, Brooklyn. yeah. <laughs> She'll be pissed. She's got opinions. <laughs> 
yeah, that was my morning. That's cool. It was interesting. It, you know, it's, I was to say, I've literally never known a dead person. That's not true. <laughs> You've never known one. <laughs> I I've only, I've only ever seen one dead body and it was a complete stranger. Mm. But it was when I worked at, my very first job was at a florist. And, and I they was brought in a dead body and they were like, do you have any 16. arrangements that match this color scheme? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be weird. It was a very small shop. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing this dead lady. <laughs> Wheeling her in. She no. had very specific requests. Yeah. <laughs> no, my boss just, she was a super sweet lady. So she was like, hey, take these flowers, you know, to the funeral home and just kind of stick your head in there and see if there are a lot of other arrangements. And if not, we'll just send some anonymously. Oh, that's sweet. Because she never liked, yeah, for funerals to not have any flower arrangements yeah. or whatever. And so I did, but I'd never been to a funeral before. So I was like, oh, God, there's a dead lady there. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I kept it to myself. But internally, yes. I was like, whoop. <laughs> Internal screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this florist sweating? <laughs> I was 16. So I was just oh, like. Oh, baby meat wedge. Yeah. It's cute. Cute. Well, speaking of death, I'm Bucket Snake. I'm Meat Wedge. Gonna die in this bucket. This is Replay Rewind. <laughs> Please don't die in a bucket. We're gonna talk about a kid's movie that we haven't seen for a long time, or maybe have never seen. Never seen in it. In this case. And then we're gonna go watch it, and then we're gonna fucking tell you about it, and then we're gonna do some research. Yep. Meatwedge is making a weird face at me. Is, am, I on the, trivia? am I on the wrong podcast? <laughs> am I describing the wrong thing? <laughs> How did I get here? This is a podcast about taxes. <laughs> Shit. I Who are go. you? <laughs> I don't know why I was making that face. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> so what movie are we talking about? We're talking about... I don't, I'm not even sure exactly what it's called. The Mario Brothers movie super mario bros yeah it's called super mario bros okay b-r-o-s period all right don't get it twisted super mario bros i have never seen it (laughs) i know that john leguizamo is in it yeah because that's how i sold the idea to you i was like but john leguizamo's in it (laughs) i know that dennis hopper is in it as king koopa right that's it i can't remember who plays mario is it it's i can see his face but i don't know his name is it the guy who played smee Maybe, yeah. Bob Hoskins? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure. He's Smee. Yeah. Smee, Smee. What about Smee? So, okay. That's good. Yeah. So far. Yeah. I'm into it. All star cast. Yeah. I think I've maybe seen it like once when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, when I was like, oh, we should do this movie. You know, we should do a live action. We've been doing some animated ones. I feel like this was rated PG-13. And then I looked it up and it's only rated PG. Yeah. But... Does it say what for? That's one of my favorite things about movies, especially when you get into like PG-13. Oh, yeah. The reasons that it got a 13 rating. Yeah. Like Queen of the Damned is rated PG-13 for vampire violence. Oh, very specific. Like specifically. (laughs) Oh, hold on. It says here. Rated PG for... Painfully goofy. (laughs) The Super Mario Brothers movie is rated PG for sci-fi action, mild language, and sensuality. Sci-fi action. Sci-fi action. Any other action, G rating. Sci-fi action, Mm, questionable. You might have to answer some science questions, parents. Be ready. (laughs) Get out your goggles. (laughs) That's fun. So many of the movies that we cover don't have that because if it's rated G for all audiences, then they're like, for all, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's no caveat. Yeah. So, I'm okay, so I don't remember anything about this movie and you've never seen it, so let's guess what it's about. Okay. I'm going to guess Mario has to save Princess Peach from Bowser. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even Bowser, though. It's King Koopa. Oh, true. Yeah. 
Well, because it is all, I'm pretty sure it's all live action. Yes. So I wonder if there are like video game dynamics or if it's literally just like just two two dudes dudes whose like friend gets kidnapped and the bad guy just is named King Koopa. Okay. I recently discussed this movie with my friend Gwen. Oh, good. Hi, Gwen. Hi, Gwen. Because she loves it so much. And she told me what it was about. But as we all know or have learned, I can't remember anything that happened to me in the past five years. Yeah. I can remember all this dumb shit (laughs) when I was a child. If I saw it in a movie. (laughs) Right. I mean, it is different the way your brain stores information that you see versus what you hear. Yeah, that's true. And plus, there's so much more in there than there was when I was a child. There was more room and it was fresh and squeaky clean and I just peeled the plastic wrapping off of it. (laughs) Now, there's a whole college degree in there that I've forgotten. Anyway. Yeah. So we were sort of talking about it. If I recall correctly, and Gwen, I'm sorry, I do listen to you. I just don't remember anything. (laughs) Gwen listens to us. You better listen to her. I know. She knows. We've been friends for so long. I'm pretty sure that Peach is not in it at all, but it's Princess Daisy. Oh, okay. And... Something about it's the world if people had evolved from lizards instead of apes. Oh, no. That's why, like, King this- Koopa and they all exist. I don't know if they go into an alternate dimension or they find the, like, underground or something like I that. I do remember being in the sewer system, but I figured that's their plumbers, so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they live, That's where they right? plumb. <laughs> Prime plumbing location. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it's something about evolution okay. evolving from lizards. So is it like, or do you think maybe it's like these two dudes are just normal plumber dudes and then they somehow fall into reptile, the reptilian agenda? Yeah. And is this where the so. reptilian agenda comes from? No, that's mired in anti-Semitism and racism. And Is this movie also? Lots of other cool things. I don't think so. Ooh. But we might find oh, out. Oh, no. Rated PG for mild racism. God. Mild racism. <laughs> yeah. So we decided that 97 was the cutoff for kids' movies being super dark. Yeah. So, so this far. one's going to be dark. So this one might be dark. Might be. I mean... Visually, it looks very dark. I wonder if there are any kids in the movie. Because I'm just feeling like it's just going to be adults. Yeah, I can't imagine that there are. So that I feel like that's strange for a kid's movie. Yeah. This definitely feels like one of those movies where it's like, who is this for? Yeah. but I guess it's for us. It's for... <laughs> they said, you know what? No one's going to watch this, but 25 years down the, down the road, yeah. somebody's going to sit and talk about it. 2021. The major form of media will just be two people talking in a garage, and this will be great fodder (laughs) for such adventures. I wish we had a special drink for this one. Yeah. We can make mushroom tea. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a hell of an episode, yeah. (laughs) Is Yoshi in this movie? Oh, man. I hope so. (laughs) He's my favorite. I mean, he's a reptile of some kind. Yeah. I love Yoshi. He's a round-faced reptile. You know, that kind. Yeah, that... Species, (laughs) Species, genus. <laughs> All right. Of reptile. You ready? I fucking guess. <laughs> I don't know how to be any more ready. <laughs> Prepare, stretch something. Stretch <laughs> something. All right, let's go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, that was a movie I didn't watch. <laughs> because... Because today we're going to do something a little different. We have a guest today. Hello. Everyone say hello to Ghostbutt. Hi, Ghostbutt. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bucket Snake. Welcome to the cave. You guys remember how uh, 15 minutes ago I was like, my friend Gwen loves this movie so much and she told me all about it. I'm going to make her watch it with me. Yeah. yeah I just brought her with me. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. Here she is. Sorry for saying your real name, but I thought it was funny. That's yes. Funny. Ghostbutt. Ghostbutt. <laughs> so what we're gonna do this time is i didn't watch the movie that was not planned it's literally not streaming anywhere it's very hard to find which yeah we've just never encountered there's so many places to like stream or pirate everything or... is on amazon but i have half of them on dvd so yeah so since that came up i bucket snake genius full of ideas may as well be a light bulb was just <laughs> like you know we could use this to our advantage because i think it's fun to have a different format when we have a guest on yeah so this time ghost butt and meat wedge some hilarious shapes over there <laughs> are going to tell me about this movie. So fucking do it. Tell me about the Mario Bros. So, the weirdest thing is that you couldn't find it whatsoever. I had two copies of it once upon a time. I have no idea what happened to one of them. So you have all the copies, and I that's why I couldn't all. find it. I have a monopoly on the Mario movie. You have a room in your house full of all Just the dedicated to <laughs> copies of the deep. Yeah. There's so many things, so many props. And, and you stuff. have a Google alert set up so that if anyone loads it up for streaming, you automatically shut that shit down. destroy it. <laughs> if they put it up on eBay, you're like, bought, purchased, I don't care how much you want for it. It's mine. My dad works at Nintendo, so I get that insider <laughs> deal. Obviously. So, the Mario movie. The Mario game. You're, uh, I guess the people just assume he's a plumber and Bowser takes the princess and you go and save the princess. That's the Mario game. Game. that's really it yeah that's what i guessed the movie was about also yeah and it is but they try and actually extrapolate how that would work into like a rational adult mindset huh in this movie you have like it's it's a, it's a real world movie they take it and they made it like wizard of oz a little bit like mm. it's set in our world in the, in the 90s of new york yeah and they go through a that's portal my world. in a cave go into this reptile world where humans evolve from reptiles okay so meat wedge was right that's what you guessed yes is that it was like alternate reality yes where People came from reptiles rather than primates. Right. Yes. So this is where QAnon came from. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. This is where every conspiracy move, every conspiracy we now know started with the Mario movie. That makes sense. That's why every you cannot trust a person in overalls. Exactly. Anymore. Never. Anymore. You could. You used to. You could, could before, but now. <laughs> All right. So let's let's walk through the plot of this movie. What's right. the first thing that happens? 
First thing, we get that, like, weird animation thing that never pops back up again. That just kind of says, like, dinosaurs. Yeah. Here they were. And it's uh, Dan Castellanata, the voice for Homer, who's just doing this for us in 1993. Yeah, so is it, like, a intro that explains the alternate reality? Yeah. That was still new at the time, I think. Like, the asteroid deal didn't come up as a theory until, like, the late 80s or something like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, we know very much about dinosaurs. Yeah, because it's why, like, if you watch Fantasia, they all die from, like, a drought and stuff like that. Yeah. The theory of, like, the asteroid hitting didn't come out until the 80s. So that was still kind of new in 93 when that was made, which is why they had to kind of explain that a little bit more. Wow. So when we were kids, we were learning, like, new information about the dinosaurs, like, cutting edge. Fresh. Dinotech. Yeah. In preschool. (laughs) Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's this, like, super pixelated animated thing, but these dinosaurs are talking to each other <laughs> in very heavy Brooklyn accents. Oh, hell yeah. So they're like, hey, what the hell's that in the sky? We gotta get out of here. <laughs> and it's just like, what? Because <laughs> when it opens, it says Brooklyn 65 million years yeah. ago. <laughs> right. This so, is jungle. Yeah. yeah. So your accent really is just determined by the actual land that you are standing I on. I literally have a note that says, I love the idea that accents are not from people moving around, but from like latitude and longitude. Yes. Like they come from the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so like wherever you're standing, wherever you're born, it's like, that's where your accent is from. That's why you sound like a valley girl. Yes, uh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so they're like, oh shit, we gotta get out of here. And then it goes, Brooklyn, 20 years ago. Okay. So I don't know what year this movie is supposed to be set in. It gives you, I mean, it gives you kind of like a timeless feel of like, I mean, it's clearly very 90s. Yeah. But it's like, no, it was just 20 years ago. Yeah. From today. Whatever day you're watching this, this happened 20 years ago. It does have pay phones, though, so it does date it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, well, but we all thought. Z, there were phones there. Right. We we all thought payphones would last forever. It's true. Yes, the immortal technology of the payphone. Obviously. So it says 20 years ago, even though it came out in 93, which implies that it would be set in the 70s? I get maybe they're like, this is the future, but it's not the future. It's very strange. (laughs) Yeah, the timing is... Listen, we're here to overanalyze. That's true. So tell me about 20 years ago. So yeah, what happens is the first person we meet is this woman who's just like running through the streets of Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Does this imply that Mario and Luigi are 20 years old? I think Luigi is roughly. Mario is (laughs) clearly very much older. Bob Hoskins is not 20 years old. No. Surprisingly. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so who is this lady who's running through the streets of Manhattan? Why um, do we care about her? She is, uh, I'm guessing, an escapee of the reptile dimension. And uh, <laughs> she leaves a package on a Catholic monastery. I don't know if there's a term for it. With, with nuns. Oh, yeah. Uh, a nunnery. Huh? And, uh, a convent. Convent, that's the word. And then she runs away down through these sewers. And you get your first little like glimpse of Koopa. He just kind of like appears in the shadows like Michael Myers and it's just kind of staying there and you don't see what happens. It kind of cuts away, but it's implied she's killed. Oh no. Um, And Dennis Hopper is looking amazing in a just a business casual suit and has his hair like spiked and badass looking. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, 90s villains are great. And there's so much of it. (laughs) Yeah, just like the bulk and skull of the world. Yeah. But but this is like ramped up because it's very like dystopian. Yeah, but I hope if we do go into an apocalypse, rather than Mad Max, we go... 90s supervillain. This yeah. one does get Mad Max, though. Yeah, but it's not as dusty. It's, all Mad Max makes me want to take a shower all the time. Because, yes. you know, they're all just dry. This one's so fungusy, much. though. It's, it's true. It's a little like it's too slimy. wet. <laughs> I need some more in the middle. Is the apocalypse dry or damp? Let us know. Send us an email at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. If you happen to be in the future, let us know what it's like. 
All right, so we see supervillain, then what happens? She's killed off screen, and you go back to the convent where you find out that the package she's dropped off is a giant egg, like big as my head, and it cracks, and there is a baby in oh. there. A human baby? A human baby. Yes. I, and she also has a piece of a meteor with yes, her. Yes, she has a piece of a meteorite. The uh, human baby does? Yes. Okay. And then, now I'm just worried about, did this woman lay an egg? <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of things like that, honestly. I guess. I mean, it's really big. But like, did it, like, she laid it when it was small and then it grew? Maybe. I don't know anything really about grow. egg yeah, technology. Really it's oh, really no. big. If you know anything about egg technology, <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> if you've ever laid an egg, please send us an email. I would love to hear about please. it. Please. Yes. So then we jump 20 years yes. to now, the present day. Now we're jumping 20 years? Yeah, I guess from the... Okay. So it was... Brooklyn Dinosaur? 65 billion years ago, Brooklyn 20 years ago, <laughs> present day. Okay. So now this baby is presumably 20 years old. Right. And we meet Mario and Luigi in their apartment. Okay. We know immediately that they're plumbers because they've got plungers <laughs> hung on the wall like art. <laughs> ah. It's the first thing that we see. I mean, that makes sense. You think about the way other people glorify their jobs, yeah. I guess, you know, like, yeah. you have a bunch of baking decoration in That's your true. house, and I don't have pictures of scissors everywhere, but I mean, you know, hairstylists <laughs> do that. Yeah, they have so much, Mario especially, yes, yeah. has so much pride in being a plumber, and it comes up so often it where really it's does. like, being a plumber saves his ass Aww. so many times, and it's adorable. <laughs> Alright, so what happens next? We see them in the apartment, they're... Yeah stoked about being plumbers yeah mario's on the phone he's like luigi let's go we got woik and he says i typed it with an i because he says we got woik he starts off with a really heavy accent and it kind of i mean he has an accent the whole time but it like drifts a little bit but yeah so yeah this is where i put the note what is the difference in age between these two and i looked it up john leguizamo was 29 at the time of filming and bob hoskins was almost 50 wow so you know their family history is brothers interesting <laughs> um yeah so all these women have been going missing in yes. manhattan or brooklyn yeah yeah the brooklyn babes that's yeah. what they keep calling them not the manhattan maidens right <laughs> so there's like four women or three women so far have gone missing nobody can find out why they just keep getting snatched off the street and so they say this on the news is that what you said he's yeah. watching it and uh mario's like turn that off we got oik so that's okay. why they gotta go so this movie is about the long island serial killer <laughs> yes <laughs> so they hop in their van which is a piece of shit mm. because in every this is another 90s trope that i love seeing where it's like the good guys have just the most beat up shitty equipment or technology or uniforms or whatever and yeah. then you see the rival group and they're like shiny and they've got new you know new stuff you know team pup and suds versus team x-blade yeah good yeah. burger versus mondo burger that so whole thing too. The time. so they get in their van to drive to this job Luigi is like, I know a shortcut. I just have a really good feeling about this alleyway and just keeps telling him the way to get there. Okay. And they make it there. That's such a New York trope, too. Of oh, yeah. Everybody knows a better way to get somewhere. Yes. He's just like, no, I got a good feeling about it. Yeah. So they end up at this job site. Can I just say, every time you both say Luigi, my brain hears Louis G. And I don't, don't know why. You know, Louis G. No. <laughs> so anyway. So when we get there, we find out that Scapelli was working on this building. Yeah, Plumbing Kingpin. Yeah, the Plumbing Kingpin. Yeah. Yes, and that is this guy. Yeah, that's what, when I was in kindergarten, the teacher was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, a Plumbing Kingpin, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They blew up a bunch of stuff, you know, to like help break ground and uncovered a bunch of dinosaur bones. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. I just, uh, who called the Mario Brothers? 
Yeah, and what if it was what? if it was already Scapelli's job? Yeah, which it was, which they got ousted from. Anyway, this is a general call to plumbing. <laughs> just, the beacon is lit. <laughs> yeah, just a plunger in the sky. The Mario Brothers will send aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so there's Something a local <laughs> college is there working on oh dig, this dig. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah they're like stop everything that you're doing as far as building. This is incredible. We just found all these skeletons right here in, you know, in New York. Yeah, Scapelli is, he's there and he's like, why is this taking so long? I need to get work, you know, get to work on this building. Yeah. Get out of my way. Yeah. And you fucking nerds. Yeah. And this is where we meet Daisy, who is in charge of this dig site. And she's like, I'll be here as long as it takes. This is an incredible scientific discovery. Yes. You can fuck off. Yeah. And Scapelli threatens her right to her face. It's, it's so just spooky. like, yeah, like, oh, all these girls are going missing. You don't know what's going on around here. You don't know what could happen if you're here, like, late at night. You know, you're such a nice girl. Whatever. It's, like, very creepy. So then Daisy is like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go find a phone. <laughs> In New York City. <laughs> so she sets off to find a phone, and she is walking for some time. And she finally happens upon a phone. Yeah, because so, the Mario Brothers, their van broke down. They're ready yes. to blue and stuff. So Mario's getting some water, and uh, he tells tells Luigi, like, hey, call and see if we got some more white. Yes, and Luigi, call and uh, check our messages. So yes. Luigi has to make a phone call to check the messages to see if they have work. But he's not listening at all, because he sees that Daisy needs the phone. She's, like, pacing around him, so he just hangs up and is like, here, you can have it. Yeah, here, hot lady. Yes. yes, and she's looking through her 100 pockets because she's wearing, like, you know, a typical, like... Safari archaeologist yeah. outfit. Yes, a vest yeah. down to her knees. Like, it's huge. Can't find a quarter. He's like, here, here's a quarter. Let's her have the phone. Walks over to Mario and is like, okay, but she's real hot, right? Like, look at her. She's so cute. Mario's like, go doctor. And he's like, no, 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 Mario's no, like, no. she's a little young for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luigi kind of, like, fumbles around trying to get out the words. Mario's a charmer, honestly, and kind of helps him out as a, as a good wingman, and they go out to uh, get spaghetti later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we meet Iggy and Spike, and they're two weird, creepy guys who are, you find out, from the reptile dimension, and they're just, like, stalking Daisy. Ah. And they're the, the people who are behind the, the Brooklyn Babe's disappearance. And there's a really great scene of, like, you know, handing each other hot dogs, like, ah, oh, I heard his dog, and they just eat the meat and toss, throw, toss out the bun. <laughs> Very weird back of them. Yes. They're just like eating sausages. sniffing them. Yeah. Yes. Because he's like, he says it's dog. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. So where do we meet them? They're at their dinner like with them? like in a car. Oh. Uh, like watching that scene unfold before they go out to dinner. Oh, okay. Um, but they do pop up at dinner too. But well, yeah, they have their spaghetti dinner and you meet like Mario's. Mario's love interest, a woman named Daniela, who I've never seen a single Mario game. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember Daniela. So they're at the spaghetti dinner. Yeah. And it's very cute because, Mm -hmm. first off, there's a Dodgers joke in there, so you know I'm happy. Because Luigi's like, what? They used to be dinosaurs in Brooklyn? And Mario's like, hey, they used to be Dodgers too, don't worry about it. Brooklyn accent is phenomenal, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so they're sitting around, and then Daisy and Luigi start start bonding over being orphans. You don't know your parents, neither? Yeah, it's so it's so cute. And Luigi explains that their par- are their parents dead. I mean, they just haven't been around. But that yeah. Mario has raised him. You know, oh yeah, and like like Ghostbot said earlier, he's my mother, he's my father, he's my brother, he's everything. Oh okay. So and so she's like, yeah, actually, I don't know where I came from. Mario is probably Luigi's dad. 
<laughs> illegitimate there's sort of thing yeah. maybe <laughs> i mean the age difference is enough you know oh yeah and this was the time when people would do that trip be like no that's your sister not your mom but he's old enough you know that you do that when they're like 14 yeah but maybe it's just them together but like 20 it's like it just well. got weird it's too late it's too late he just it, you know they were busy plumbing they didn't have time to talk about it <laughs> i guess <laughs> who has the time who has the time um, yeah, Mario and Daniela are just being the cutest, like, wing couple ever, because Daniela's like, we could take the van home ourselves if you, yeah. if you guys need, you know, we could, we could take it, and Luigi's like, yeah, I would love to walk you home if I could, and she's like, I would like that, so. <laughs> a tiny round of applause for that. <laughs> thank yeah, that you. was really, <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank you. So, Luigi starts walking Daisy home, and then Iggy and Spike confuse they're confused, right, about yes. which lady they're they're trying to get to. So instead of following Daisy home, who is who they are supposed to be after? Right. They follow Mario and Daniela home. Right. And as soon as Mario drops Daniela off, they snag her. Ah. Take her back to the dinosaur portal with them. Okay. This is still a Mario movie. Dinosaur <laughs> portal. <laughs> Super Mario bros. I mean, yeah, this is like a really long intro to a Mario game. Yeah, because it always much. starts with it's like just backstory that we never got. Yeah, you seeing the princess getting kidnapped, so that's what just happened. It just took what, like, twenty minutes to get there. Well, she's not been kidnapped yet, technically, because <laughs> they got the wrong guy. <laughs> right, but I mean, someone but is yes. being kidnapped, and that's I'm sure still part like of the minutes. plot. So yeah. this is like <laughs> Mario done by Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Daisy and Luigi go to look at the the dig site. Yeah, because yeah. you know he's genuinely interested in what she does and she's like you actually want to hear about it he's like are you kidding this is amazing i love all this kind of stuff she's like yeah let's go look at it i hang out in sewers you hang out in the dirt you know we got a lot in common you've seen some bones i've seen some stuff (laughs) let me tell you about this one guy kept shoving kfc down his pipes we'll get back to that one though because i need to know we will come back but has questions Uh, while they're there, some goons run by in their branded Scapelli plumbing uniforms. Uh-oh. So, was it? It's actually Scapelli dudes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just run by in their Scapelli, like, overalls, coveralls. Yeah. Yeah. And sabotage the dig site. They open a bunch of pipes. There's water rushing in everywhere. So, they're just washing the bones for but them. But it's just like, yeah. why would you? You're not even wearing, like, black. They're, like, bright white. So Scapelli right across the yeah. back real big. It's just like, come on, guys. Ninja plumbing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big problem in New York. Ever since the, the, those turtles and all. So, again, 1993. Luigi has to run home, get Mario. <laughs> then they have to run back to the dig site. Which is not completely flooded yet. Yeah. It's, it's still, you know, it takes time. Fixable. Yeah. He saves the day what, by plumbing. He plumbing, plumbs, saving the day. Always has his tools on. Well, I mean, this case especially, you know, Luigi's like, we yeah. have an actual plumbing emergency. So they just go and just turn off the water. <laughs> yes. Right. But he has okay. to use all these different... There's this really cute scene where Mario's, like, fixing it, and he keeps asking Luigi for his, like, different, you know, wrench, this thing, whatever. Yeah. And then he goes, hand. And Luigi, like, grabs his hand and then pulls him back up. And it's like, oh, they just Aww. work together all the time. It's so cute. That is cute. While they are fixing this problem, however, Iggy and Spike... <laughs> grab daisy yes and take her away uh-oh yeah so they're following so how did they figure out that they had the wrong person they 
Oh yeah, they do go back to Koopa, who's doing that's during his mud bath, isn't it? I really am still not sure. I yeah, I don't know. I guess <laughs> maybe they, they just don't. It's just a thing they left out of the plot. They just possibly they must have taken her back to Koopa at some point, but I don't think we see that happening. Oh okay. So Mario Brothers get knocked out. Daisy gets kidnapped. Oh, uh, so they get a. T- it isn't like a sneaky kidnap. It's like they attack them while they're fixing the yeah, pipes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are not smooth. Iggy and Spike are not. No, yeah. they're very dumb. The picture that I googled, they do not look smooth. No, or sneaky. Nope. They dress schnazzy, though. Yes. They kind of look like Night at the Roxbury. Yes. Oh my God. Very much see so. That now. <laughs> yeah, it looks gray in that photo, but he is, Iggy is wearing blue. Hell yeah. Fashion. So, Mario and Luigi wake up. Daisy's gone. Yeah. But they can hear her. Luigi, help! Like, just through the, you know. And the, this is where we get the point. Yeah. Luigi's like, we gotta go this way. And Mario's like, no, that's the echo. It's this way. And he's like, how do you know? He says, I've been listening to pipes all my life. <laughs> <laughs> So again, plumbing helps. Plumbing <laughs> saves the day. They get to this point in the caves that they're running through where they find a portal. Mm. And Daisy has just been sucked through it. Like, oh. her face keeps coming back through and being like, help me, Luigi. And they're like, we gotta go get her. And yeah. So they jump. And they accidentally ravine skip to through level this portal. 8-1. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we end up in Koopa City. Koopa City in Dino Hatton. That's so bad. <laughs> no, it's so amazing. They could have done better with that. Yeah. And they're very, you know, like where Dino- the hell are we? What is happening? Is this Manhattan? Luigi's like, I don't know. I haven't been to Manhattan Wait. in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. Because it's Manhattan. Yes. Dino Hatton. Yeah. Oh my god. I just know. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, okay, yeah, no, you're right. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. I've won it on this movie. It's over. I hate it. Oh, no. Well, we've ru- I've ruined the movie for Ghostbutt. Mission accomplished. That's what we're really here for. Yep. But yeah, I love it. I love it. There's like all these small little references that you won't know unless you're a fucking loser like me. <laughs> There's like a building called Thwomp. There's a place called Hammer Bros. Like they tried to put little things in there. There's Sparkies. Audience, oh, if you know any of those references, you're a fucking loser. Congrats. According to Ghostbutt. And I know all those references, so I'm gonna go. Oof. <laughs> so we get to Dino Hatton, and they're looking around, they're trying to figure out where Daisy went. This is when we first, like, really, I think, get introduced to Dennis Hopper, to King Koopa. He's, yes. like, actually talking. Um, And he's like, you know, you finally got this girl. I also need the rock that she had with her. It's incredibly important. That's right, because Luigi snatched it whenever she came out through the portal. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, so the Mario Brothers like, had the meteorite right now. She just always had it on her? Yeah, she, she wore realized. it like a necklace. Oh, okay. It's real pretty. Yeah. So, But she knew that, like, it shouldn't fall into the wrong hands. She was born with it. She always wore it just out of, like, as a, as a good luck charm. Yeah. yeah. She explains, this is this was with me when they found me. Yes. But she knows, like, while she's getting sucked through the portal, that it, this shouldn't go through the portal with her. No, I think Luigi is actually just trying to grab onto her. Oh, okay. And just grabs the necklace and yeah. it just comes off in his hands. Okay. I don't really think it's intentional. Yeah. This is where we first, we meet Koopa and Lena. Lena is this other random character who I guess is like Koopa's queen. I, we're never really certain of the, the weird hierarchy there, but her dresses are top notch. Yeah. The fashion in this movie is seriously amazing. Hell yeah. Um, she has like a beehive. Anyway, Koopa, you see, he's like some kind of germaphobe. He just really hates touching anything. He's like cleaning his hands, being like a play thing. He sees Iggy and Spike. 
and they have Daisy, and he's like, she's useless to me without The Rock. Ah. Uh. Which he's only talking about the movie with Sean Connery. And yeah, Nick obviously. Cage. Yeah. <laughs> she's supposed that. to have a VHS copy in one of her thousands pockets. Yes. yes like, or... that, we don't have it. I don't know. Yeah, They're searching all of her pockets. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so you kind of meet that and you realize that that's what they need. They don't need Daisy. Meanwhile, Mario and Luigi are just kind of trying to navigate through the very violent streets of Koopa City where everyone is just, it's crazy there. People are just shocking each other with weird cattle prods. This one guy cannot ride his bike to save his life over a fence. People are just attacking each other and stealing their Koopa coins. Even like that that old lady. (laughs) They meet this very sweet old lady. She's like dressed like a grandma. She's got all these pearls. She's like, what are you boys doing out here all by yourself? You're clearly not from around here. They're like, no, yeah, we we literally just got here. We don't know what's happening. She's like, do you have weapons? They're like, no. And she's like, good. And pulls this giant gun out of her purse and (laughs) starts like zapping them. It's incredible. She, like, falls down into a car, starts zapping the driver of the car. Like, she is just not going to stop. Yeah, this is not a good ad for the tourism. No, it is completely lawless. (laughs) Yeah. It's insane. And then they run into this giant badass lady named Bertha who steals the meteorite. (laughs) Okay. Because she just decides that she wants it so she just see she doesn't know what it is but she nope it just looks nice and she takes it yeah cool literally uh and then she (laughs) escapes and then we meet toad yes (gasps) toad is like a busker and he has this most ridiculous haircut in the world oh yeah so his head is like very close cropped except for his little bangs but it's also shaved in a spiral up to the crown of his head i love it yeah toad is my favorite Mario He's universe character. adorable. He reminds me very much of, like, sort of Biff Tannen-looking yes. type dude. He's just a really big, yeah. like, goofy kind of dude. Which is funny, because Toad is small. Yes. Uh, but he, yeah, he's out in front of the shop playing a guitar about how much Koopa sucks. Oh. And is immediately arrested. Oh. And Mario and Luigi jump to his aid. They're like, hey, you can't arrest a guy just for singing a song. And they're like, you can <laughs> if it's anti-Koopa. Like, you can't, you guys don't know the laws around here. But they're yeah. like, we don't give a fuck. They, they throw all of them in a squad car together. Yeah. And take them to jail. I wonder what that conversation was like in the back of the squad car. <laughs> I mean, you, you get them talking a little bit later when they're locked up. And of course, it goes back to Luigi's favorite thing, dimension. But before that, you get this whole scene where they get like, deloused and stuff like that like you actually get like their incorporation into prison where they meet koopa face to face oh that evil egg-sucking son of a snake yes (laughs) does he just introduce himself to all incoming prisoners he does not so he knows looking for plumbers yes he finds out that they are from another dimension and he wants to talk to them and figure out because he knows like okay daisy must have come with you yeah you guys probably have this and they're running around sticking out like two sore thumbs very much so yeah so he shows up you know mario's like i want a lawyer (laughs) koopa shows up he's like hi i'm your guys's lawyer oh they're like great also fuck that koopa guy we heard and he's like yeah that guy sucks (laughs) so is toad not with them anymore no. Yeah, I okay. guess Toad doesn't need to be de or something. Toad was in... So the jail cells are all these, like, cube cages that are stacked up on top of each other. Ah. So Toad is in the ca- like in the cage above them, just oh. laying on top of them, Aww. singing songs to them and, like, talking... Oh, Mario's just like, please shut the fuck up. But he would know that it was Koopa. Like, he would Toad, probably know. Yeah, yes, Toad's exactly. Although, I just thought about... There are giant billboards all over... Clearly, they didn't have time to look at them, but there are giant billboards everywhere that are like, re-elect Koopa, and like, Koopa is king, and yeah. all that. His face is everywhere. Yeah. But 
obviously Mario and Luigi had a lot of things. I mean, plumbers to are be generally distracted by looking down rather than up. <laughs> that so is they true. Probably just didn't. Plus, they were see. trying to chase after Daisy. Yeah, it, just, it was a lot of input at the yeah. same time. That's a lot. When they are getting put into this prison before they meet Koopa, is where we learn that their names are Mario, yes. Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Okay. <laughs> Because the guy, like, signing them in cannot figure out. And at one point goes, how many Marios are there between you? And Luigi's like, three. It's like one of those famous scenes from the movie. It's so cute. So, they meet Koopa. <laughs> the first thing he says to them is, you look like hell. It's like, you yeah. don't know what they look like normally. Oh, I know. Your default is hell. <laughs> I guess so. They look fine. They're not even really dirty. Like, they're kind of sweaty. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, Koopa tries to trick them. And then uh, he they, he like actually attacks them, and Mario pulls Koopa off, and they take them to the Devo chamber. And uh, the movie gets really, really weird. So Mario is, ends up being a lot about evolution. Okay. They, yeah, they take Toad in there with them. Toad is strapped to a chair and like laid back, and they put his head in this like weird device that just de-evolves him. Oh. And you get this whole deal about how they all the people around them evolved from dinosaurs and that mammals essentially died out uh during that deal oh so it's like again it's like we're back because the pills that he gives them de-evolve them yes yeah and the yeah the brain grain evolves them farther into being right and then the brain drain Yes. Devolves them. It is, yeah. That's why the I did not make that connection. Turn but... into apes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is with the 90s and evolution? <laughs> We're trying to put Mario in our school. Hot button. <laughs> button issue, then. Probably couldn't even, like, talk about that in a movie yeah. now. People would fucking flip their oh, shit yeah. around here. Around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, so Toad gets de-evolved. He comes out of this chamber with this tiny little lizard head. He's got a giant body, tiny little lizard head. Oh. They give him yeah. they give him one of those harmonica <laughs> things. Like a hands-free harmonica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, well, you're a musician, so here you can have this. I think it's his own harmonica back. They're like, hey, yeah. it's for you. He's so cute. Aww. And so dumb. And they're like, now he's a Goomba. So, oh. even though... He two feet. Yeah, I mean, he is huge. And is all of a sudden in this, like red velvet suit <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah. know where that comes I never from about it. like he just yeah oh, he it changes he has the suit on it changes yeah. his clothes too yeah okay because the goombas are like koopa's army yeah the his you know yeah. security yeah. yeah so he's like you're a goomba now go with the other goombas for your goomba debriefing and he's just like put in this ro- you know he goes ah, off so now that's how koopa king koopa is making his little army is just like de-evolving prisoners yes okay i'm with you the mario games you know or yeah. you jump on mushrooms. Right. Yeah. I know. That's the. I'm like, okay. I get, Goombas are mushrooms. And they're little. Yes. And they're very they're small. They're very small. So he can yeah. jump on them. Yeah. They're you like. cannot jump on these guys. They're no. like knee height. Yeah. So in this movie, yeah, they're very big and they're lizard people. Okay. Yeah. There's like the I lizard mean, ones, which I guess are Koopas. You know, suspension of disbelief during a movie. Like, we all know King Koopa is a dinosaur and Goombas are mushrooms, but we can pretend (laughs) for a little bit. Which, speaking of which, there's, like, there's fungus everywhere. You kind of, there's this whole overarching thing. There's, like, little bits of, like, orange, tan, like, slime all over the place. Dino Haddon is a nasty, messy, slimy place. Oh, no. Meat Wedge has just shown me a photo of Toad as a Goomba. Yeah, look at his little teeth. I mean, it's he's kind of cute. cute. He is kind of cute, especially because he keeps making these really dumb faces. Where he's like, like, but he looks so dapper. Yes, well. <laughs> so, 
Mario and Luigi escape jail. Yeah, they 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 grab Koopa and they like push him into the chair, and he almost get he gets like almost devolved. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so let me see if I'm right. They're in jail. Koopa comes in and is like, "I'm your lawyer," and then. He attacks him? Just yeah, because they say something about Koopa. And okay, stuff. so then he attacks him, and then he's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna de-evolve you. Yes. And then scuffle, and then they escape. Yes. Okay, got it. I'm with you. You are up to speed. They uh, they escape, and they get inside. Uh, you see them, like, right through the streets, and they go to the basement, and there's, like, the parking garage with all the really cool cars that have, like, snow plows on front. I don't really know why. All the cop cruisers. Um, which, okay, one of my favorite details, because I have to talk about this, is that all the cars in this movie are electric because there's no fuel, like, there's no fossil fuels. Oh. There's no oil or gasoline because the dinosaurs never died. It's so brilliant that they, that they thought of that. Anyway. Um, Couldn't you just use fossils of mammals, though? We have bones, too. I have never seen mine. <laughs> You're wearing a shirt with bones on it. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt with bones. <laughs> yeah, I had a note about that later. It's like, animals still die. There would have, all the mammals would have died out. Because right? I was like, that's a really cool feature. And I was like, wait, no, there's still dead shit. There's plants. Yeah, fossil, like, everything makes a fossil. Sorry. Root. Don't ruin my favorite theory. You, why do you guys want me to hate this movie? We don't want you to hate it at all. We just want you to be critical. We just want you to use your noodle. I was critical in favor of the movie. That's where I came to this. <laughs> no, I was it's critical still... and you guys counter-critical. <laughs> it's still a fun detail. Um, it is. So they take their little bumper cars through the streets and you get a really awesome driving scene where everyone's like using flamethrowers, which are like fire flowers. Right. And, uh, Blue turtle shells. I never saw anything. Oh, guess what? I wonder if that was a Mario Kart reference. Maybe that's why. And then they look like go-karts. Because <gasps> Mario, the first Mario Kart would have been out by then? Yeah, it was on Super Nintendo. This was 93, 92 yeah. was Mario World. I only remember Mario Kart on the 64. I don't remember it on the SNES. My first gaming system was a PlayStation 1, so I don't know. I played Crash Team Racing. My first gaming system was an NES, but I was only allowed to play educational games. Oof. A lot of Sesame Street. What did you learn? How to count. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so this is actually all just promotion for the Mario Kart game. Yes. Yeah. Tight. Blue shells. <laughs> do they run into any, like, power-up stars? Make them go fast? No, nope. it would have been really cool. Yeah. Luigi's driving by his intuition again in a place he's never been. And I understand if you know New York really well. Right. But you don't know Dino Hatton. Well, that was the point. It wasn't that he knew a better way. He just said, I got a really good feeling about this alleyway. Turn right. So it's not that he knew. He just felt like it was good. That's why Luigi is the inferior Mario. He's Uh, way better. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So they're driving through the streets of Dino Hatton. One of my favorite things about their relationship is just even in these moments of peril they are constantly roasting each other but in like a good-natured brotherly way yeah like they've stolen this cop car right yeah so their mug shots show up on the little like information screen in the cop car and uh. luigi's like you look terrible uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cute and they're always just like you like it's yeah. just it's adorable yeah Say this anything. Is when Luigi sees like, oh no, we have to deal with aliens too, and then Mario's like, we are the aliens. Yes. And Luigi's like, oh, we are cool. Uh. <laughs> he is not smart, but got a lot of street smarts. All right, so they're driving. So they, this is when they end up in that like pipe. Yeah. Yes. yeah, they crash through this pipe. They're about to go flying out. Of, oh, they try to go across a bridge because Luigi says, take the turnpike. 
And Mario goes, no, and decides to take the bridge anyway, because he's blatantly ignoring Luigi's directions because he thinks that Luigi is obnoxious. Yeah. And so he takes the bridge instead, and Luigi's like, yeah. And he's like, what do you mean, yeah? He's like, I wanted you to take the bridge, but <laughs> yeah. I knew if I said take the turn bike, you'd take the bridge. So they take the bridge, which is not finished. Uh-oh. And they crash through the end of it that's like, stop, <laughs> there's no bridge here. There's a missed opportunity to call it a turnpipe. <laughs> they definitely should have they go crashing through this bridge that is unfinished they should go plummeting to their death but they get wrapped up in all this fungus that's growing all over everything oh. and it slows them down and stops them like Gross. feet before the ground yeah and luigi's like the fungus saved us you know we gotta trust the fungus it's look it stopped us from dying and mario's like it's just a fungus dude it wasn't like thinking about it you know it just happened and maybe we should eat some of it oh god no. Uh, <laughs> Don't eat the fungus. Don't eat the fungus. But that's what happens in the game. They eat mushrooms. I know. So, right, we'll find out later why you should not eat the fungus. Oh, okay. So then Koopa gets really mad at Iggy and Spike because they keep fucking up. Yeah, they got the wrong girl. They Four times. A girl that was useless. Wait. Oh, we. so we find out that there are... Yeah, all all of the Brooklyn babes that have gone missing, they're all there. Oh. They're all there together in just, this prison. They've just... They're just stashing them. They're like, not the right girl. Don't take her back. Because she'll know. She'll be able to tell people, like, you know, what's going on. No one would believe her. No. But Koopa's like- But they just keep grabbing people that look vaguely like Daisy. Not even. Not even. No, it's just a bunch (laughs) of, like, 20-year-old women. Yeah. None of them look remotely the same. God. So Koopa's like, you know what? You guys have fucked up for the last time. Takes them to the Devo chamber, but evolves them farther. Ah. So he says- Ninja Turtles Maybe- If you're smarter, you won't keep fucking up. That's not a bad idea. So now they're smart. Uh, Spike keeps referring to Iggy as Ignatius. Ignatius. And they're like... <laughs> oh my god. They're, it's so good. Their vocabulary like gets better. Yeah. And they keep being like, oh yes, cousin, I think this is a wonderful idea and perhaps we should go through with it. Just like things like that where they're like much more eloquent and, uh, you know, clearly much smarter than they used to be. That's a clever plot device. It is, except it bites Koopa in the ass. It always does. Yeah, so Spike and Iggy have been evolved farther, so their brains are bigger and they're smarter, and now he's like, now that you're smarter, maybe you can actually go finish this task and get it done. And so he sends them after Mario and Luigi again. Okay. So Iggy is Ignatius. Yes. Spike is Spikel? Yes. (laughs) Ignatius and Spikel. Spikel. Saint Spikel. Keep us safe. Yeah, it's very weird. He is oh, up to his jowls <laughs> in this mud bath. Who is? King Koopa. Koopa. Oh, okay. Is this he's when like... he's like devolving or he he evolves them and then they come and meet him. They're like stepping in his mud bath. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. Which is like this really long pool. Yes. It's gross. It's just Dennis Hopper's chewing scenery, and it's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, nice. Salutations, Ignatius and Spiegel. That it genuinely, like, that's how they talk now after they've, it's, it's fantastic. This is my favorite thing in this movie so far. So, this is when we meet Yoshi, and mm-hmm. Lena goes to talk to Daisy, or Koopa does? Lena does, and she starts to tell her, like, you, you look just like your mother, and stuff like that. Which is, right. You find out that's who you saw at the beginning, who left the egg, that was Daisy's mother. I'm fairly certain played by the same actress. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, so that's why they had the same eyes. Yes, just, you have your mother's eyes. Well, turns out. So this is when we I learn- I am my mother! Yeah. <laughs> this is when we learn that Daisy is originally from this dimension, that that was the girl that they were looking for, and that the piece of the meteor that she carries, well, the piece of rock that she carries is a meteorite that struck the world 
and split it off into two different yes. dimensions. Oh, okay. And so the one dimension is run by mammals. This dimension is run by lizards. So if... the, the lizard dimension is aware of the mammal dimension, but yes. not the other way around. Right. Okay. If they put this piece of the meteorite back into it and make it whole again, the dimensions will merge. And then Koopa plans to take over the mammal ah. dimension, wipe out all the mammals, and be king of both dimensions. That's his goal. Okay. Someone should explain American politics to him. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's cool. Okay. I like this. Yeah. yeah. This is a good plot idea. Yeah. Um. Then we meet Yoshi, who really is just kind of there. Yeah. He yeah, doesn't really a... serve a purpose, but he's there because it's a Mario movie. movie. And is he's he just, just a, a cute person? little. No, he's a dinosaur. Yeah, he's oh. actually a dinosaur. He's just a little pet dinosaur. He's Aww. like three feet tall. He's a puppet, so he still looks incredible. Um, yes. And he's just like. Wait, did Jim Henson work on this movie? Uh, no. Oh. He just kind of hangs out. Yeah. He's real cute. All right. Does he have a saddle? No, he's too small. He just kind of makes dinosaur noises. <laughs> <laughs> <but>, yeah. <laughs> he's like, ping! <laughs> So then Dennis Hopper comes in, I'm sorry, King Koopa comes in to talk to Daisy and is being real fucking gross. Mm. He's like touching her and getting all up in her face and he tells her, don't fight it. Ew. And says, everyone always remembers the first time they were kissed by a lizard and then sticks his big nasty lizard tongue out at her. Does he have a bigger tongue than a person? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like goes all the way down to his chest. It's very snake. Like it's disgusting. And something I will say is, like, Daisy doesn't take this, though. Like, there's there's a lot of, like, strong femininity in this movie, which is really cool to see. Yeah, pretty much all the ladies in this movie are badass. Yeah, like, yeah. Daniela kicks ass. Mm-hmm. I don't like strong women. Lena's pretty tough. Bertha. Gonna take a stance. Bertha is the Love movie. her. Yeah. Like, make Bertha a can. I want to <laughs> play her in Mario Party. Yeah. Put her in Smash Bros. Put her in... Oh, my God. If they added her in Smash. But, like, in... ready. Like, not animated. No, like, just, yeah, just, just her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. So then we cut to the desert where Mario and Luigi are wandering around. And I think they make their way back to Dino Hatton. We see Dino Hatton in the distance. Yeah. Because we see the Twin Towers and uh. we see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Which, yeah, that raises questions. <laughs> yeah, at the time I was like, this implies a Dino France. Yeah. But I have an French. answer for it, which we will get to later. Okay. So they meet. Ignatius and Spikel out in the desert. Yes. Um, who have essentially, like, you know, they take them by surprise and, like, tie them up. You find out that, like, uh, Luigi's belt is very rainbow colored. So, you know, LGBTQ yeah. uh, Luigi, that's always cool. But- his little belt that carries all his plumber tools in it. Yeah. It's just a big rainbow. So, so cute. They Luigi, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Starts with Luigi. Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the L is for Luigi. Yes. Sorry, lesbians. You're Lu- <laughs> Luigi beans now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I have to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's best if you leave. <sighs> so. So. They catch them by surprise, tie them up. Yeah. And then Iggy and Spike are basically like, actually, we want to work with you yeah. to overthrow Koopa. Because oh. we've had time to think about it, and our brains are evolved, and fuck that guy, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We immediately yeah. become socialists. Like, snap the fingers, hey, you know what? Communism's pretty cool. Yep, this is actually a terrible way to live. I love the implication. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that when you're smarter. Yes, more evolved. <laughs> yes. So, they go back to the city. Well, first, this is when we meet the Sniffets. 
because they pull the old knock the guy out and take his uniform ploy uh. in order to get into back into the city okay. as they put their ma- gas masks on and they're driving the truck and the guy like waves them through so is it mario luigi and spike and iggy yes all together, yes. All together. Okay. Because they, they talk about who has the rock, and they send, say that Big Bertha has it, which they give, what, like, two things, like, oh, yeah, who's Big Bertha? Like, is she, was she round? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Big Bertha, boom, boom, bar. I yeah. mean, she she makes an impression, I she think, does. is really what we're is learning she big? here. Is yeah. her name Bertha? Oh, I know her. I know her. Yeah. They, well, they don't know her name. They're just like, yeah. yeah, she was kind of, like, big and mean. They're like, yeah, we know her. Let's oh, go. Yeah, Let's yeah. go to her bar. So they get into these very schnazzy outfits. Mm-hmm. Which Luigi is wearing like head to toe red. Mario is wearing head to toe yellow. Yeah. yeah. I wish that they had put them in the right colors. They do later, and but at this green, point, yeah. yeah, they're wearing red and yellow, and Mario's not even wearing red. But <laughs> Luigi says, Isn't this a little feminine? And Iggy goes, Yeah, it was my ex wife's. <laughs> <just, it's> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but they do look very good. Mario, because he is very suave, hmm. goes up to Bertha and is like, Hey, girl. Okay, so wait. They knock out dudes wearing gas masks. Yes. They all get dressed in that outfit yes. to get back into the city yes. undetected. Yes. And then they change outfits again? Yes, to go to this bar. concert? Yes. They change <laughs> outfits again, so yes. Quite a few it. times. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I mean, they were all sweaty and gross from being yeah. in the desert for so long, and now they're trying to go into this bar. They don't want to get immediately thrown out by looking like schlubs at the door. Right, and so, they probably don't want to look like gas mask dudes. Also, yes. Different kind of club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So they go in there. Mario's like, I'm going to go. Bertha's wearing the rock around her neck like a necklace because it's very pretty. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go get it back from her. Watch this. And so he goes over to like finesse her mm. and she straight up decks him in the face. <laughs> yes. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got this. Walks back up to her and is like, hey, could you punch me again? I'm really into that. He oh just my goes God. Full sub and I love that. And she goes, Get over here and dance with me. Oh. And then so they start dancing together and it's very sexy. God. And you keep seeing like Mario like dips her and then is like trying to untie the necklace from behind <laughs> her back with one hand. And it's just yeah. ca- the first thing he does actually is when he dips her, he just grabs onto the necklace with his teeth, with his <laughs> face just like in her titties. And then <laughs> she like stands back up and he's like, ha, ah! and like drops it. And it just like keeps trying to play it off. So. But then he does end up stealing it. Nice. And then disappears, which is incredible because, again, he is wearing head-to-toe yellow. And, I mean, at least is one-third mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 33.33% mustache. Yes. And it's really sad. Like, the Karen kind of pulls back and she's, like, looking around. Like, she was clearly... She got ghosted. Yeah. Poor Bertha. Yeah. Yeah, she was feeling this dude, but... And then, like, uh... Lena shows up. That's it. Yes, Lena shows up and starts. She takes the meteorite. She yeah, she takes it because Koopa like scorns her and thinks she's like, "Well, I'm just going to do it myself." I think she has a plan. She's like, "We should do this. We should, you know." Yeah. I think this is, you know, this is what we should do. And he's basically like, "Your plan is meaning like it means nothing. I don't care. I'm doing it my way. Shut up." Wait. So I thought Mario had it. He does. Oh, okay. Mario and Luigi are like tossing it back and forth between each other. Oh, okay. Right. Cause In the, the bar still. Yes. Yes. Okay. The bouncer took their their belts yeah they check their plumber's belts at the door okay so and then as soon as she sees it she's like plumbers and so she calls the police and lena and some goombas show up the lizard yes. police yes i mean yes a lab because <laughs> all the goombas show up. <laughs> 
yeah, so they're tossing it back and forth to try and, like, fake everybody out and get yeah. away with it, but then somebody drops it and Lena, like, steps on it and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's mine now. Yeah. So they know that the meteorite is important because Spike and Iggy told them? They must. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're looking for, and Iggy and Spike ask them for the rock, and they say, we don't have it. Who has it? Big Bertha. So they, they know the importance of it now. Okay. And they think that having the meteorite will help them save Daisy? Well, they still want Koopa to get it. Are they still try? Are they even trying to save the women anymore? They're getting around to yeah, it. Okay. But right now, they need to make sure, above all else, they need to make sure that the meteorite stays out of Koopa's hands because right. he will merge the two universes together. Yeah. Okay. And they don't want that to happen. Yeah. So they're, Lena gets the meteorite, but they're running around trying to get away from her and the Goombas, and then they very nearly run into Bertha, and you're like, oh no. She, like, rears back to punch and then opens a door for them and is like, get in here! And you're like, yay, Bertha saved them! It's very sweet. So, she helps them out. Yeah, what's that? The Stompers are really awesome, cool, high-tech boots that they just strap onto their their feet. And I guess they're, like, bullet bill-powered. So they just plug them into the back of their heels and they just, like, click their feet together and they just, like, launch into the air. Which I guess it's supposed to be, like, Mario jumping on things. That's how it is. Yeah, they jump real big. Jump real big. They get away. those in the room that she lets them into? Yeah, Yeah, she has a bunch in there. She's like, here, take these and get out of here. Oh, okay. So Daisy escapes and is introduced to her dad, who we find is the fungus that is taking over the entire city. He was a dude. Now he's a fungus. And he's, like, slowly <laughs> growing over everything in Dino Hatton. What? Yeah, which is why you don't want to eat the fungus, because <laughs> it's fungus. Daisy's dad, who used to be the king. Okay. It's real gross. He's, like, he doesn't even look like a man. I mean, it's literally just, there's just a room with a throne in it and fungus everywhere. Does but it yeah. talk? No. Oh. Koopa's like, this is your dad. And she's like, it is? And then, boom, immediately believes it. Yeah. She has no questions. She's just like, must be my dad. Later, when she runs into Mario and Luigi again, she's like, this is my dad. She's just like, not even. She doesn't question it at all. Luigi, I want you to meet my father. Literally, that is what happens. Yeah. Meeting the parents and finding out that your date's parents are primordial ooze, never a good sign. No, that's a red flag for sure. Yeah, that's (laughs) Okay, what? Yeah. Yeah. That implies, I mean, I know we're in a different alternate reality, I guess, sort of thing. But this implies now that there's, like, magic? It's, they have the, the Super Nintendo Super Scope that they use to de-evolve people with little de-evolution rays. So, oh, yeah, I is that how they turn him into a fungus? I guess so, because, I mean... They're implying that he's de-evolved all the way to yes. fungi? I guess. Okay. So then, Mario and Luigi go to save Daisy. Yes. They... Whose outfits do they take? I know they raid a locker room. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure who they change clothes again. Well, they can't go fighting in these like super snazzy suits that they're wearing. There's so many situations where it's just like, well, we can't wear this. We couldn't possibly. So they change clothes again. And this is when we get them in their red and green that we see on the cover. The overalls, the red and green little hats. Yeah. For some reason, they get their tools back. They are ready to go kick ass. Great. They get in the elevator. (laughs) And then because they're like, they get into like Koopa's tower the koopa tower because they're like we got it we're gonna go kick koopa's ass save daisy do they have the meteorite at this point or no no lena has it and is trying to merge the worlds herself okay but they're like we're gonna go save daisy and then we'll figure that out i guess right yeah they get into the elevator and then it slowly starts filling up with goombas 
and they're like, oh shit, what do we do? All they have to do is stand behind them because they're very big. And they're yeah. like three feet wide, and so they and they can't. They have no peripheral vision because they they're tiny around. little dinosaur heads. Yeah. Well, they turn on very slowly, so they just kind of like oh. turn oh. with them. Yeah. But they're like, shit, how do we get out of this elevator? There's like twelve Goombas in it now. <laughs> so Luigi comes up with this brilliant plan. So the the Goombas can't hear them. No, they're like whispering, but. Okay. It's very much like, they're right there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Luigi's plan is he grabs one by the back very gently and starts swaying him back and forth to the music that's playing in the elevator. And he just starts dancing. This little Goomba does. And then Luigi grabs another one and does that to the next one. And he does it to every single Goomba in the elevator until they're all just like swaying back and forth. And then they start dancing with each other. And it's very <laughs> cute, but it's also very like, what? And then while that's happening and they're distracted and all dancing... They just escape through the roof of the elevator. They just like climb up. And it's like, you could have done that at any point. Yeah. They didn't need to be dancing. It but... was in the back. It wasn't even in the middle of the elevator. Yeah. They're just like, anyway, here we go. And then they just go up through the top of the elevator. <laughs> so the elevator. Which presumably is still moving. Yeah. It's like, yeah. is the elevator just sitting there for it this? It is the no. longest elevator ride in It's the world. still going up 60, 70 floors, however far they're going up. Okay. But I guess it's mostly just so when the elevator gets to where it's going and they open it all the goombas are just in the elevator dancing together <laughs> and somebody's like hey <laughs> another goomba yeah she's like hey get back to work what are you doing and they're like oh shit okay sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah then they're just kind of running around the hallways yeah this is when like of this tower koopa tower yeah. yeah they they get in the elevator scene that's where we have the they like climb to the top or something like that that's where we get that like flying scene there there's this like this whole scaffolding and they don't know what to do so they luigi just jumps he goes nothing is impossible mario and well i don't know what he was planning to happen there maybe just if he was gonna make it i don't know yeah there's nothing to make there's like no there's no other side so luigi just kind of jumps but starts flying and he gets mario like okay go ahead jump too mario jumps and is uh you know, Luigi realizes that he's actually, like, his belt is clung onto a hook, and oh. that he's not actually flying. And uh, Mario is saved by the fungus, because trust the fungus. You're not flying. Yep. You're falling. Yes. With, With style. style. <laughs> yeah, the fungus catches him, saves him. Again. Daddy fungus. Oh, is this, this is where they go to the boiler room, isn't it? <laughs> they go to the boiler room to, um... So, this movie is it's bizarre. A, it's, it's, yeah. A lot really, happens at the end here. I was, like, really with it until maybe the last, like, ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. I've seen this movie 20 times, and now I'm having trouble, like, remembering the order of things. Because it just kind of happened. Yeah, Toad was Toad on gets fire. Toad gets lit on fire before oh, wait, Daisy's Toad? escaping. Toad shows up again? He's in the he's in it a lot, because he's, he's a Goomba now. Daisy. And so, oh, yeah, yeah he's, like, he's running around. But, yeah, at some point, he starts helping Daisy out. Oh, Okay. I don't know why. He just does. He is such anti-Koopa. Yeah. To his core. Yes. That no matter what. Yeah, because there's a point where he gets lit on fire, but then there's a fire extinguisher right around the corner, so they just grab it and they put him out, and they're like, we gotta go, and Daisy's like, no, he's a good one, I hope he's okay, and they're like, well, anyway, we gotta leave, so it's, it starts falling apart. Okay, so they're just running around through the building. Yeah, that's when Daisy. They, yeah, that's when they go see her dad. Yes. That's the father meat. Yes. Ew, the father, father meat. meat. <laughs> I thought he was a fungus, not a meat. I wrote, I'm glad they left him a throne. Although that's probably kind of mean. <laughs> Here is your kingdom. Here is your throne, you miserable fungus. Because it's the only thing in the room. And it's like, at first I was like, oh, that's not. And I was like, no, it was probably him being like, you used to be the king. Yeah. I will leave you this throne. Also, it's just like, what? But he just keeps like growing and spreading. 
Yeah. And taking over. I don't know if Koopa realizes that the fungus is... He must. Because it looks the same. But he keeps it in the tower. But it has spread through the whole city. I don't think he knows what it's capable of. Okay. It's just just fungus. Like, unless someone actually does something, the fungus isn't going to... The the fungus cannot help itself, but it can help others help... I don't know. It's the falling apart. Can stretch apart and help people somehow. This is like the weirdest D and D campaign. I would play the fuck out of that. <laughs> oh man! All right. So anyway, they're gonna meet Daddy Fungus. Yeah. Daddy Fungus. Yeah. Truly, Daisy's like. She's smiling. She's so. This is my dad, and Luigi's like, "Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir." <laughs> oh my god! Very much like okay, whatever. This so just then gives me lots like, of Daisy's body hair being. <laughs> Fungus. fungus. Oh, God. <laughs> She's got hair on her head, though, like everybody else. Um, so does Dennis Hopper. I know. About a lizard tongue. Ew, anyway. Ladies. <laughs> they went on. <laughs> so then they're like, we're going to go rescue all the other Brooklyn Why babes that got stolen. Why doesn't she have a lizard tongue? I don't know. <laughs> so if, Ghost butt. If her dad is... Okay, hold on. This is a whole thing. When did the takeover happen? Mm. Because if this was all 20 years ago and that was the queen... Like, was the queen a, a reptile person? And was Must she with... What was the king? Was the king still a reptile reptile person? Like, are they just two reptilian people? And then... He gets changed into a fungus? Cha- yeah. And then she dies? Or was she a human to begin with? I mean, the takeover must have been, you know... The queen's like, well, we gotta get Daisy out of here. We gotta get this meteorite out of here. Because things are going to shit. Yes. In our dimension. Yeah, there's no, like, no resource. It's just Koopa City, and that's why there, there's just desert around yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing else. Okay. Word. R.I.P. to Dino France. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I do know that the next point is that Mario and Luigi are like, we're going to go save the other Brooklyn babes that are in yes. so they prison. Know they they're, know they're there. They're, okay. Because Daisy said, Daisy has, Daisy was already with them, and she says, hey, what about Daniela? And he's like, Daniela, oh yeah, I was going to take her to WrestleMania. He has no idea. He doesn't, he doesn't know she's there. there. Okay. So Daisy's like, no, I mean, she's here. And we get, he's like, what? So they're like, all right, we got to go save them. <laughs> yeah. So. That's cute. They they are very cute. Mario's crawling through the pipes. Yeah. And he's like above Daniela. And he's like, psst. She like looks up and he's like, she's like, oh my God. And he's like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> And then so Daniela, she's like a badass. I love her. But she goes over to the one other ladies and she's like, hey, don't say nothing. But my boyfriend Mario is here. <laughs> and the other girl looks up and goes, Mario! <laughs> it's like, bitch, it's shut Mario. up! So then, classic. You know, the Goomba like goes crazy. All hell breaks loose, and they have to break out and escape. That's why they they rushed the boiler so that the pipes would freeze up. I don't know how they had that forethought, but the pipes are frozen so because they can slide through. Mario's it. been a plumber. Well, he's, 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 he's just trying he's to freeze out the lizards because because they're cold blooded. He's like, let's make them suffer a little bit. Let's distract them. Yeah, so yes, that is right. When they are down in the boiler, they turn off all the all the heat. Oh, okay. Because they're like, this will keep them busy for a little bit. Yeah, you know, it'll take a while for us to get to get cold before the elevator. Yes. Okay. All right. Boiler, elevator, Daisy, Daddy Fungus, Brooklyn Babes. Yes. yes. Got it. So now they're escaping prison. They grab a mattress, which Mario <laughs> specifically says, "Grab that mattress, the Goomba mattress." But it's like. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They hop on it and slide through the icy pipes hmm. on this mattress in order to escape. All right. It's just like Mario and six babes. Yep. Hell yeah. So where are Luigi and Daisy while he's doing this? That's what I was trying to remember. 
As soon as you said that, I was like, Bucket Snake is going to ask us where Luigi is, and I don't know. <laughs> where is Luigi gone? What it is, is they meet up with Daisy. Daisy says that about Daniela. Mario goes to free the babes, and Mario is not with them whenever they do the daddy meet. That's what it is. <laughs> so Daisy and Luigi, sorry, this is a mess. Daisy and Luigi yeah. are currently meeting Daisy's father while Mario oh, okay, is saving okay. it's just happening at the, the same babes. Time. Yes, yeah. concurrently. All right. And uh, the Goombas, there's like three of them now, and they get on the mattress, and they're sliding down at them, and it is just wacky. It is. Very slapstick. You would love okay. this scene. It's yeah. incredible. Uh, so then they all meet up again. Yeah, like, they, they slide out through there, and somehow Daisy and Luigi, like, that one they really don't explain. Daisy and Luigi are just, like, out in the main street of Koopa City, and the mattress just, like, hits them, essentially. Yeah. And this is, this is where the big standoff happens. It's where everything comes to a point here. Yes. Okay. During this, though, I think, like, while that, that scene's going, you see Lena trying to merge the worlds. Uh, she put, takes the meteorite and shoves it into the ground, trying to complete the circle and take the world for herself. So is there, like, a like a big, that meteor is just, like, hanging out somewhere? It is. Like a monument? You actually thing? see it pretty far, or pretty soon into the movie. They run past it. Yeah. Once they, they cross through the portal. It's very near the portal okay. that they came through. Yeah. Um, most of it is underground. Yeah. But there's like a very small portion of it that okay. is. Okay. So it's like an iceberg. Yeah. And there's just like an itty bitty little one and a half inch hole where this like piece of meteorite like sticks into it. Okay. That will complete it. Got it. So yeah, she's there trying to put it in by herself. Could you imagine the storyboard meeting for the plot of this movie? Oh my God. Well. <laughs> There were apparently like four writers or yeah. something. So, and initially it was very, very different. Yes. Okay, I'm excited to get to that part. But anyway, yeah. tell me about how the rest of the movie goes. Yes, <sighs> Luigi and Koopa are having a standoff. Luigi has found a tiny bob bomb. Yeah, it's literally just one of those little wind up toys. Oh, cute! Yeah, no, I guess it's Mario and Koopa are having yeah. a standoff. Yeah. Um, they found this bob bomb wind up toy in the fungus. Right. They've seen a couple of them throughout the movie and Luigi keeps kind of like, I think the fungus is trying to give us that. And Mario's like, don't fucking touch that. It's gross. Keep going. Let's go. <laughs> it's your girlfriend's dad. Well, he, yeah. <laughs> At, but Luigi has grabbed one and is like, use this. And Mario's like, okay. And he like winds it up and it starts walking towards Koopa very slowly. I mean, it's an itty bitty little wind up yeah. point. It's just like, but everyone in the city is like, oh god, he's got a bomb! Oh no! But it's just like, just tight, like moving toward him so slowly. Classic comedic device, right? Because I wrote, please do not move as this bomb makes its way to kill you. Yes, and that's when like Luigi and Daisy are trying to go after Lena, right? Yes. So Mario's fighting Koopa. Yes. Daisy and Luigi are going after Lena. Yes. However, Lena is successful in getting the meteorite piece into the meteor because. The worlds start to merge, and Koopa and Mario disappear and end up in Manhattan or Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Yeah. Right in front of Anthony Scapelli and all of these other people who are gathered around the dig site, presumably so, because Daisy's been missing for so long, but also, yeah, I, I guess because Scapelli's like, hey, that bitch is gone. We're just going to level this place and yeah. move on. They just show up right in front of him. Koopa shoots a devolving ray at him. He turns into a chimpanzee in a suit. And then they disappear again. Yeah. Because yeah. we go back to the meteorite. Daisy and Luigi have successfully, using Luigi's plumber tools, pried the piece of meteorite out okay. of the meteor. By the way, when Lena okay. successfully gets the piece of the meteorite into the meteor, she fucking gets obliterated. Yes. Oh, no. She gets 
blown away just like against one wall and immediately turns into bones because it turns out daisy is the only one who's able to withstand the pressure of putting these two pieces back together that's why koopa needed her also yes so he needs both daisy and the piece of the rock right which lena i'm guessing didn't know she did not know i don't think anybody knew because i think daisy in that moment goes oh i'm the only one who can handle it koopa is the only one who has seen the rock with Sean Connery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This is all about Nick Cage and Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> so, they get back to Dinosaur World because they've yeah. taken the piece out of the meteorite. The, the bomb has just been going this whole time. Because <laughs> it, like, fell through. It's been walking. Goes through a tunnel. Some guy, like, crashes his car to get away from it. <laughs> a bomb! Like, everybody yeah. is just flipping out. It goes across a road, up the wall, and then across the ceiling. Oh, God. Where it ends up right under king koopa <gasps> we see my favorite product placement of all time yes <laughs> for whatever reason the reebok logo is on the bottom of the bomb's foot this is on his little shoes there's, oh my there's God. no oh, acknowledgement of it or anything but reebok brand they didn't even the, try even to shoes. make it dinosaur-y yeah it's just like, i don't know how reebok. you would but they didn't even try they just, it just literally just says reebok and then explodes oh maybe reebok God. is run by dinosaurs maybe. reebok is the reptilians oh there it is there we go dog whistle <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's basically the end mario and koopa slowly. are still fighting yeah but they keep hitting him with this de-evolving ray until he de-evolves all the way into primordial soup oh okay and then Everybody starts dancing and celebrating, including the Goombas. They're all just, like, dancing together. It's very sweet. Everybody's like, yay, Koopa's dead! Yay, we're free! The end. Okay. For now, (gasps) because they go back to Brooklyn, and everything's fine and dandy. Uh, Luigi's watching his favorite show again. The Mario Brothers are doing well because Capelli can't run anything as the the plumbing kingpin of Brooklyn as a monkey. So the Mario Brothers are getting all his plumbing work, and everything's going great. And then they get a knock at the door. Who is it, me wedge? It's Daisy! So Daisy decided she had to stay behind because this was her. She belongs to the dino dimension. She needs to set things right. Her dad does get turned back into a person. So she goes around, like, evolving everyone yes presumably yeah, yeah. probably re- i think revolving the goombas you know just, just setting things <laughs> yeah setting things right setting things right yeah. so she's like i gotta stay here you know i like you a lot luigi but they kiss for the first time which is crazy because they're like i love you so much and then they smooch. Well, I mean, they really haven't had time but yeah they maybe. went through so much yeah they trauma, never they're trauma bonding are shown sleeping so uh, you don't really know how much time how has much passed. time has passed. Yeah. yeah, it's daytime in the desert. So yeah, but it's always dark. It's always dark. It's always in dark the in city. Cuba City. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Daisy yeah. shows up at the door and is like, "I need your help, guys." Yeah. Because why? She's like, "We got a problem." Oh and yeah, Mario's she's like, say. "Yeah." So they grab their tools. <laughs> they follow her. Yeah, they her. grab their tools. She's standing there with like a fucking badass flamethrower, looking like. Supporty Weaver, just like ready for it. Yeah, like yeah, I, I love the idea that she's not staying there in like her princessy best. No, she's dressed for war. Also, I think no, they say it's like three months later, right? I think so. Yeah, so in three months. What the fuck did you do, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs> well, problems were a lot worse than she than she expected. Yeah, yeah. there's got. I mean, there's all that desert. There's got to be sandworms. <gasps> Yeah, we never we never know what Daisy's problem was because they yeah. never made a sequel. Um, there is a follow up in a comic book. The best. There's like a. It's not necessarily fan made. It's made by the guys who worked on the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they made a follow up Super Mario Bros. Two. 
that big old webcomic, guys. SNBCTheComic.com. I'm so happy that you found that again. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. That's like, the Mario movie. That's e- it. Everyone oh. needs it. Yeah, it's very simple, straightforward. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, I know that we had a hard time sort of going through the plot in, in places, but you get through most of it going, okay, yeah, all right, sure, I'll buy that. Yeah. You know, not very much of it is where you're like, what? Yeah, it was really yeah. until I think they got to Koopa Tower that I was like, what the fuck is things that? Kinda, yeah, things kinda... There's a lot of things going on at once. Uh, You know who hated this movie? Everyone? Everybody yes. involved. <laughs> yeah. Bob Hoskins was miserable the whole fucking time. Aww. And also, drunk. Yeah, apparently they just drank all the time. Yeah, John Leguizamo also. He said, we were just drinking through most of the movie just to get through it. They thought it was stupid. But also... Like, a bigger problem was that it was directed by a husband and wife combo. Yeah. Who were constantly making changes and not informing anybody, including each other. Oh, shit. So they would just show up on set one day and one of them would be like, all right, I decided we're doing this. It got to a point there were daily rewrites, there were daily changes, and people would just ignore them. And they would be like, no, this is the script that I have and this is what I'm going with because you guys are insane. Yeah. So Dennis Hopper said the same thing. I wonder about that, like... When you sign on to a movie, is it in your contract that, like, you know, like, I agreed to do this movie. Right. And if you make changes that, like, I don't want to represent, like, can you Yeah, do I don't anything? know. That is a really good question. Yeah. Where you're just like, this movie, yeah, I was given the script. I said, yeah, I like this. And then now that that script is unrecognizable. Yeah. And I don't want to be in this. Right. I don't, yeah. I, I think it's stupid. And I like myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Bob Hoskins really knew what was happening. He did not want to be in the movie at all. Oh, yeah. He didn't want to do another children's movie because he said, quote, I'd done Roger Rabbit. I'd done Hook. I didn't want to become like Dick Van Dyke. Is this a children's movie? Yeah, it was supposed to be originally. It was I very mean, it's, much. Yeah. It's rated PG, right? The original script was very much more dead, like geared towards children. But yeah. then, yeah, like Ghostbed said, they wanted to be more gritty, like Batman and stuff. So they made a lot of changes and it got way grittier. Yeah. This sounds like, you know, when you watch cooking competition shows and they have to work in teams and then they present yeah. their food and everyone's like, I can really taste that there is a disconnect between you two. Exactly. exactly. That's yes. what this movie was. Set design, the fashion, so many parts of it are awesome. Yeah. But there's just, <laughs> yeah, there's there's so many weird random things that just kind of happen for no real reason. And yeah, it's hard to kind of put together, honestly. Yep. All right, to go back to regular formula. Yes. Did it make you cry? No. (laughs) No, there is no point in this movie that even is intended to make you cry. Is it a replay or a rewind? I would absolutely watch it again, yeah. Okay. Yep. I watch it every year for Cinco de Mario. (laughs) It's it's a great day. You eat tacos, you watch the Mario movie. Is Cinco de Mario just May 5th? Yes. Okay, there's not a different There actually Mario is day? a March 10th is Mario Day, but that oh, started recently. M-A-R. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, as far as reception went, yeah, I mean, it was not well-liked by anyone, yeah. basically. It's got a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Tight. It was like $25 million over budget. Oh, wow. Because they kept making changes. Yeah. And it sounds like the set and the costumes and stuff were really good and cost a lot. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Super expensive. There's a lot of fire, too. Like they're, fire they're expensive. I mean, I imagine gas and stuff like that. And the, like, there's some explosions and whatnot. Explosions Gotta keep people expensive. safe. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bay told me about that once. Yeah. So it ended up Wikipedia says its budget was 42 to 48 million, so nobody, you know, it's kind of disputed. <laughs> Changed so much. Um, 
it made thirty nine million dollars. Oh no, at the box office. So yeah. yeah, if it had stayed of its or you know at its original budget, it would have made money. Maybe. Yeah. Because who knows if it would have been the you know as successful. Yeah. But as it was, about ten million under. Yeah. So didn't do great. A uh, flop, as they call it in the industry. It was a flop. Yeah. So I mean, audiences hated it. Everybody involved in it hated it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, everybody kept getting beat up. On John Leguizamo accident. Well, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins were drunk, drunk. for yeah. most of it. John Leguizamo accidentally broke one of Bob Hoskins' fingers <gasps> during a chase scene. Oh, no. He said that he just started immediately swearing profusely and incoherently. And so for a good chunk of the movie, Bob Hoskins is wearing a cast painted pink to look like a hand because Aww. one of his fingers is broken. Do you Apparently, think he was the inspiration for Joe Pesci's character in Home Alone. <laughs> That was just Joe Pesci not being able to not swear. (laughs) Yeah. And they were like, well, then just make up your own swear words. And he was like, fine. (laughs) John Leguizamo apparently also broke his leg at one point. Oh, my God. Because allegedly he was drunk on set for a lot of it. John Leguizamo was very annoyed that he was not allowed to ad-lib at all, which is kind of hypocritical considering how many changes were constantly being made to the script. He's like, well, can I at least just, like, do my own thing? Yeah. And he said, nay. Yeah, I feel like I would just ad-lib something and then be like, oh, he said... Oh, well, yeah, it was, in the, it was in the script I got this morning. Yeah, Bob Hoskins says, quote, It was a fucking nightmare. The whole experience was a nightmare. It had a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. Oh. After so many weeks, their own agent told them to get offset. Fucking nightmare. Fucking idiots. Oh my god. And Dennis Hopper said... It was a nightmare, very honestly, that movie. (laughs) It was a husband and wife directing team who were both control freaks and wouldn't talk before they made decisions. Anyway, I was supposed to go down there for five weeks, and I was there for 17. Oh my god. (laughs) So, I mean, just the whole thing was just like, it was just a mess, mess, you know? And there was, yeah, it was constant fighting between the two directors. This duo has done anything else? They had just done Max Headroom. Oh, so people were like, oh, you, you guys are great for this. And they were not. Yeah. Both Bob Hoskins and Dennis Hopper didn't really know what movie they were making. Like they didn't really get didn't, the overall Yeah, picture. they had no idea. Like they'd heard the name and like Bob Hoskins, like I said, he didn't want to do it at all. Yeah. And I mean, like the Mario, Nintendo Mario franchise had been around for a while, but I wouldn't say that it was like super mainstream at that time. No. Not no. especially not the way it is now. Yeah. So they were probably just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but okay. Somebody pay me. Bob Hoskins said he wondered how he would prepare for the role and said, I'm the right shape. I've got a mustache. I worked as a plumber's apprentice for about three weeks and I set the plumber's boots on fire with a blowtorch. Oh, no. (laughs) But the guy who produced it kept sending him scripts with revisions until he said, fine, I'll do this movie. Like, what? fine. Oh, he was just badgered into it. Basically, yeah. Because he was like, I don't want to do more kids movies. Yeah. I wonder why they decided that he was such a good fit for it. I don't know. He, Other people were offered the role. Yeah. But he had no idea what the movie was based on until his son asked him what he was working on. He said, oh, Super Mario Bros. And his son showed him the game. Oh, okay. So then he was like, oh, okay, now I got it. Same thing kind of happened with Dennis Hopper, where his son was six years old at the time. Mm-hmm. But... The difference is Bob Hoskins' son really liked the movie at the time because he said, I was so young that I didn't know the difference between good and bad. Yeah. And now I have really fond memories of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. You know, I I like it. Bob Hoskins maintained up until his death that it was the worst thing that he had ever done. Dennis Hopper, on the other hand, said, 
I made a picture called Super Mario Bros. And my six-year-old son at the time, he's now 18, said, Dad, I think you're probably a pretty good actor, but why did you play that terrible King Koopa in Super Mario Bros? And I said, well, Henry, I did that so you could have shoes. And he said, Dad, I don't need shoes that badly. Oh, no. What if he got stompers, though? (sighs) That would be dope if they just gave everybody the stompers. So, yeah, some other possibilities. That's so funny. To play King Koopa, Michael Keaton was offered the role. He turned it down. Yeah. Kevin Costner was offered the role. He said, no, thank you. Damn. Arnold Schwarzenegger was also considered. I don't know if he was offered the role or not. They thought about having Tom Hanks play Luigi, but as Turner and Hooch and Joe versus the Volcano had just come out in previous years and were both flops, they said, maybe Tom Hanks is not, uh, (laughs) he doesn't rake in the cash the way we thought. And then Toy Story comes out in 95. Right. Also offered the role of Mario was Danny DeVito. Yeah. uh, Bruno Kirby, who was in City Slickers. And Cheech Marin was offered the role, and he said, "No, thank you." Yeah. <laughs> Harold Ramis also was given the option to direct this movie, and oh, he was like, "That would have been good." No, it probably would have been way better. That yeah, awesome. Because yeah, like Ghostbusters was a big inspiration for this movie. I yeah, know. yeah, it's they really had cool. a. Well, they were like, "Yeah, we pulled a lot from Ghostbusters." He was like, "No." And then not enough science. So going back to what we were talking about, <laughs> how there was a Statue of Liberty, there was a deleted scene that showed more of Koopa chasing after Daisy's mom through the streets of Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And he's like admiring the buildings. And so it was said that him like, Oh, he's looking at that. And he's looking at that. And that gave him the inspiration for when he was building Dino Hatton and King and like Koopa city. So that's why there's a statue of Liberty. Cause he was like, it looked dope. So I made one. He's just modeling it after yeah. the human Manhattan. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cause there's a, a point where we see in his office or his room or whatever, He's got a globe, and it's literally just flat, except for Koopa City. That's the only thing on it. Is it because it's just it's, desert? Oh, desert, not water. Right. But it's just—it's such a hard, strange movie to come across, and like they just Nintendo disowned it. And I think not until the Pokemon movie did they even allow their licenses to be used. Yeah, the next oh, like on another movie. Yes. Yeah, and I can see why people wouldn't like this movie because it looks like it has nothing to do about Mario. And I get that, because Mario's just a simple idea at the end of the day. You know, save the princess. But in 1993, again, you, you don't have the, the hype that Mario has now. Right. So, like, if you think about the basic plot, they kind of really took that to its next level of, like, okay, well, let's, how do you get these normal humans fighting against these reptile people yeah this giant lizard person and yeah. uh how do you get mushrooms to be a power-up and a fire flower like do you just hold a flower up there's a lot of good things and they actually yeah. rationalize it so like yeah through the lens of like our parents generation like i can see this making sense like it's, it's like them trying to make sense of super mario brothers right. you know like yeah that's, I that's mean, really it yeah i i guess i don't know i'm trying to imagine because it almost seems like this is something that you would make once it was a classic and not like while it's still growing. But then I'm thinking of like the Pikachu detective movie or like yes. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and I feel like the Pikachu movie was successful. Yes. Maybe. But yeah. Sonic was like a mess. Yeah. But it did, it did end up being a success though. Was it? Once yeah. They fixed yeah. It yeah they fixed it and it actually did well. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. well received. So maybe they just should have waited. Yeah. Until it had, like, a nostalgia value. Yeah, I mean, I guess you... Because it's fun to reimagine a classic story that is, like, a part of our culture. 
Yeah. You know, like, people like that. Right. But reimagining something that we aren't super familiar with isn't as appealing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it might have just been, you know, the thought of, like, this is really popular right now. Let's ride this popularity. Yeah. Because we don't know how long it's going to last. But You know, you can't predict that Mario's going to be this, like, classic, timeless thing that endures for 30, 40 years. Yeah. And the tone is just weird, because Mario's really bright and poppy and fun. This one is dystopic, and there's not just you know hey i got a mushroom power up there is fungus everywhere like it's nasty yeah Yeah. it sounds like it's like a 90s superhero movie yes yeah Yeah. it's very much like in that same vein it's like the shadow and all that stuff that came out around that time yeah yeah it's very gritty and gross so (laughs) that parts do you all think that if this movie was made like three years ago it would have done better or should they like the same exact movie yeah yeah because if they made it three years ago with the 90s nostalgia it might just be me, but I'm currently in a phase of loving everything said in New York City in the 90s. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so I feel like, I don't know, maybe it would have done better if it had been made recently. Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. I, I'd say uh, at least this, like, watch it. If you, Well, try to. <laughs> yeah. Try to find <laughs> it. It's, find it's it. hard, but I feel like, especially if you grew up with Mario, yeah. there's a lot there for you. Yeah. Um, you just have to think of it as a reimagining um i was telling i was telling me wedge this is probably my favorite fan fiction ever yeah yeah and that's that's a good way of, of thinking about it it's yeah. if you think of it that way rather than as a like mario canon yes yeah because they're not going to imagine how boring that would be you know that just wouldn't even make any sense it's not a let's play yeah <laughs> were there any scenes that felt like because you know when you watch movies sometimes and you're like oh this would be a fun like video game like the way it's shot or whatever makes you think of like gameplay oh like that like the doom movie where yeah, it goes like into doom, first person or even like when we recently did great mouse detective there's a scene where radigan is like chasing them through the toy store and i was like the way it's shot and stuff because oh. it was like early computer animation too but just yeah. like the camera angles and stuff make you think of playing a video game well i mean i think since this movie is based off of a video game, I think a lot of like the chase scenes and stuff like that mm-hmm. were intended to feel pretty yeah. kind of video game-y. Because then video games are so much more like platformers. Yeah. Yes. That them having scenes that looked like a, a platformer game would have been really cool. Yeah. Like them getting up Koopa Tower if they had done it like, yeah, you know, like more 2D almost. Yeah, yeah there should have been more of that instead of them just riding in an elevator the yeah, whole way up. But I guess cool. I feel like at that point they were like, okay, we have to... We have to wrap, wrap this movie up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We've been here for 17 Right. Yeah. Dennis Hopper is mad. There was a point at which Dennis Hopper got so mad that he, like, took the producers of the movie into a room and yelled at them for three hours. Oh, my God. Because he was just, like, done. He was like, you keep changing shit. Yeah. Daily. You know, we're... I, I don't know at what point they were in filming, but I'm sure way over the five weeks at that point that he was supposed to be there. And he was just like, this movie is stupid. Oh I would God. like to go home. <laughs> this also... <laughs> Okay, not to give away how much I watch cooking competition shows, but <laughs> again, when there's a whole team of chefs and no one tells each other no, yeah, that's what this sounds like. Yes. And then like what they produce is just like all over the place because nobody's editing anything. Nobody right. can tell someone that like, no, that's not a good idea. It's yes. sort of like that, except for I don't think they were even asking. They're you know, hey, doing... do you think we should do this? They were just going behind each other's backs, changing things on the fly. Five chefs all salted the plate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Yes. Yeah, that sounds fun. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely is a blast. Yeah. I mean, you do make it sound fun. But I can understand why people wouldn't like yes. it. But yeah, no, I, I think if it came out now, I think people our age would just be like, this is dumb and fun. Like, yeah, it's very it really silly. Is. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of, it's 1993 New York. Like, yeah, yeah. it's fun. Think I think it's just like a superhero movie more than a video game movie. Yep. Yeah. Then that might be easier to swallow. Yeah. I think it's going in with the ex- expectations of this is what Mario feels like in my brain. And then you look at this and you're like, no, not that. <laughs> not that at all. <laughs> this isn't it. Think about Daredevil and Spider-Man before you think of. Yeah. Uh, you know, Yahoo! <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. just, just turn that off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got any? Any more fun facts? I love this damn movie. <laughs> like, I can really go on and on about it and how much I love the set design and... Yeah, it does sound like the sets and the costumes and all of that were really cool. I feel like there was so much love in it. Like, you know, in this, this pretend dish, like, everyone wanted to love this dish. They did yeah. their part of the dish perfectly. Yeah. But so did everyone else. It came out to be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> too much. Too many mushrooms, it sounds so, like. Yeah, there was a lot of fungus in there. <laughs> so, this movie brought to you by fungus. Yes. Trust the fungus. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Is that the end? That's it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Ghost Butts. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Anytime. You can find us on Instagram or Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can send us an email at replay rewind podcast at gmail.com yeah don't forget you gotta email us if you've ever laid an egg yes yes something else it was in there (laughs) so long ago if you've ever kissed a lizard (laughs) yes we do you never forget so we need to know yeah tell us about your first lizard kiss please uh you you can listen to us (laughs) if you still want to after that (laughs) on stitcher or Google, or Spotify, or Apple, or yeah. some other ones. Just look for us. We're look there. for it. Go to your favorite podcast streaming site. Go Search to your local podcast Emporium. Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Home Depot and ask if they have it. They won't. They won't. <laughs> they will not. But ask anyway, because then you'll have a chance to maybe tell somebody about Cross it. Cross promotion. So. There yes. you go. In the meantime. Stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. Ooh, when are we doing the Street Fighter movie? <laughs> God. We. <laughs> Guys, tune in next week for Gwen's own podcast, uh, Ghost Butts Podcast. I will only be talking about the Street Fighter movie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.